The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Again, Jesus left the dish of Tyre and went by way to Sidon, to the Sea of Galilee, into the district of the Capolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hands on him. He, looked, he took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting, touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephata, that is, be open. And immediately the man's ears were open. His speech impediment was removed, and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exactly astonished and said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning when I was prepared for this homily, Father Nick told me, don't forget to talk about Jesus. So let's see how we do this. This miracle story is clearly present as the fulfillment of Israel's hope that we heard in the first reading. In Jesus, the final era is present. The historical event is presented in Mark. One, the imposition of hands, the use of the speech, the touching, the Aramaic word, and groaning. The miracle storm form once again we see in this gospel. The description of the illness, the action of Jesus, and the completeness of the cure. The cure takes place at the Sea of Galilee. It is hardly a direct road to Jesus' destination. It is a journey through the Gentiles' country. Remember, in Mark's the team of Jesus' universal mission, he was sent to the Gentiles. To correct the man's handicap, Jesus became physically involved. The use of such contact in the healings would not be unusual. The fingers were inserted in his eye, ears, and the spit was placed in, on the tongue. Jesus groans out of compassion, and gaze, and his gaze goes uphold in prayer. When Jesus puts his finger into the man's ears, he uses this to flow out of attention. The man no longer struggles to decipher sounds coming from outside. He now listens in word. 
pulling his conscience into his heart. Jesus directs his attention into his spiritual center. Jesus spit in his hands and touched the man's tongue with his spirit. The spit comes from the inside and symbolizes the spirit. Jesus is connect his spirit, the Holy Spirit, that he received in the baptism to the man's spirit. Now he and the man are interiorly in communion with one another. Jesus then looked to heaven. As Jesus' baptism revealed, heavens are permanently open. God is available. The Holy Spirit is always descending with love. But we must look up, upward. They must open their consciousness to the divine love presence. It is time to speak. Be open. It's not a dress to the ears. It is a commandment to the heart to open to the love of God. And that love is experienced by being united to Jesus, the beloved Son. When the heart opens, immediately the ears are unplugged and the tongue is loosed. The cure is immediate and complete. Jesus again tried to impose secrecy. Remember, this is the Markan messianic secret. The understanding of Jesus and his mission is only completely after the resurrection. Mark is always trying to impose the messianic secret. In Mark, there is an unfolding of Jesus' personality made by him to his disciples, to his apostles. Today's readings remind us that Jesus came to restore integrity to the disabled. This is God's way of making crooked ways straight. Jesus' way of casting out evil in a way of sickness, disease, disability, and death. Finally, Jesus put sin itself to death on the cross. In Jesus' cure of the deaf man, more compassion is evident. The final battle between good and evil is taking place. But deafness is more than physical. It's moral as well, especially in our world today, that sometimes we feel that, I feel that morality is not there anymore. But there is a difference between hearing and listening. We can just hear a sound or music. But to listen requires concentration and attentiveness. All too often we hear God's word, 
but do not listen. Attention is lacking, and sometimes our will is lacking as well. The word takes no root within us, and it dies. We are often addicted to sin in some form. This prevents us to follow God's will. Let me say this again. We often are addicted to seeing some form, and this prevents us to follow God's will. But God is generous. He's always willing and want us to get back. His voice is always present through His Word, through the sacraments, through teachings of the church, and through us. Our deafness can be overcome in many different ways. When God's Word is proclaimed, we so often hear, but do not listen. We are deaf. Today's liturgy, today readings, remind us that our deafness can be cured. We can, through God's help, be able not just to listen to his word, not just to hear his word, but to listen his word, to be attentive, to concentrate, because we can only do his will when we listen to his word. If we're just hearing, perhaps we need a little bit more than that. Perhaps we need to stop. Because God is always talking to us. His word is always present in our lives. Sometimes we are too busy to listen. And only when we listen to his word, only when we listen to his will, we are able to fulfill it. And until we fulfill God's will in our lives, we can't be happy. Until we fulfill God's will in our lives, we cannot be fully happy. We cannot experience the joy. Stuff, seeing people that will give us sometimes a little pleasure. But I'm not talking to those tiny bit minutes of pleasure. I'm talking about deep joy that only the Lord can give us. That's what He desires for us. God desires us to be in union with Him. God desires us to be happy, to be joyful. And so many times we spend 
at times in a dumb way. We can try, but only God will fulfill our desires. As we continue this celebration, let us ask God to cure whatever deafness we have in our lives so we can truly, with an open heart, listen to his will.